Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hall, motivational speaker, full-time psychology student, mama four, and military spouse. On this podcast, I share helpful life tips and real stories from inspirational women. Warning, sometimes we chat about taboo topics and drop some F-bombs. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Enjoy the episode. Happy Friday, everyone. Every Friday is a Friday over here on the Inspired Women Podcast because it's just me and you hanging out, chatting about life. Usually I use things that I've either seen in other people's lives or my own life to give me motivation or inspiration or whatever you want to call it for these episodes. And so the title of this episode is Dear Parents. So as you guys may know, having listened to the podcast for a while, uh, I didn't have the most happy-go-lucky upbringing. Now, I'm not saying either one of my parents were the worst human beings on earth. They should have never had children. And oh my gosh, they definitely had their times where they were good parents, right? They definitely had their times where, you know, I can remember times where they were both freaking phenomenal parents. Um, But they definitely had a lot of times where they were really shitty parents. Um, And sometimes that really stick with me, right? And I'm not about to call out anybody's mistakes here on the podcast because really I don't need to share more than I've already shared. I mean, I share things when they're relevant um, and their past mistakes are not relevant. And I think one or both of them listening to the podcast, hi, mom and dad, thanks for stalking me. <laughs> um, yeah, because uh, my sister did tell me that, that some that my parents know what I say on the podcast. I'm like, good. And I, apparently, according to them, not all of it is accurate. And I'm like, I speak my truth, man. I'm not making stories up over here. This is coming from my own memories. Maybe you guys uh, don't remember things the way I do. And now, I don't believe that somebody's past mistakes should be always used against them. I think that if somebody's done the work and they have become a better person, they've healed their shit, then that's a time that, you know... I mean, yes, people don't have to forgive you, especially if you've done some really rotten shit. But I feel like if you have done the work, you take ownership of your words and actions and your behaviors, you heal whatever it was that caused, not excuses, but reasons for your behavior. You do your best to make amends, to actually take ownership and apologize to the right people for your behavior and not make excuses, not blame an illness or your past or completely pretend like that shouldn't happen or blame other people, um, which neither one of my parents are capable of doing at this point in time. So this is not a bash on Megan's parents conversation, but um, this is some lessons I've learned uh, from my relationship with my parents, which at this point in time, I am not having a relationship with either one of my parents because they don't know how to take ownership and heal their shit and do all the things that they need to do, right? And continue to say that I am lying about things that happened in my life. I'm like, I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't know about that. See, it's hard for me because I have you know, gotten help myself and done some healing. Now, I did some shitty shit in my past. I am not at all 
going to pretend like I didn't. I did some shitty things in my past. I am not going to deny that at all. However, I have done the work and I've taken ownership of those things. And I mean, I even stopped lying about certain things that used to like, I shouldn't say lied about it. I should say stretched the truth about it. I mean, there are some things that I lied about. For most things, though, I stretched the truth, right? I didn't tell the whole truth. Um, but now I've gotten to the point in my life where I'm just like, you know what? I'm just embracing. I am imperfect. I have things going on in my life. I um, have done a lot of work on myself, but I still have a lot of work to do. And I'm willing to take ownership of those things and not just pretend like they didn't happen. So anyways, by the time that this airs, I will have sent my mom a dear mommy letter, pretty much breaking up with her in a nice way uh, because I can't keep going rounds. We as adults have to set boundaries, even with our parents, just because they're our parents doesn't mean they have the right to hurt us or treat us a certain way or continue to act like children. You know, they don't have that right. But my mom and I, every five to six years, we have a big blow up. She says shit or does shit that I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? And I forgive her and then things are good. And then it slowly builds up to like five, six years later and we do these rounds. And I've done the work myself on myself, but these rounds keep going. My mom has work she needs to do on herself. Like we all do. I honestly think everybody needs to see a therapist. So my mom and I have a tumultuous relationship. We go rounds like every five to six years. We have a big blow up and I get hurt and she claims that I attacked her, not physically, verbally, emotionally. I forgive her for the things she said. Things go well for a while and then it happens all over again. And I've done the work on myself, right? I've done the work. I have done the fucking work. It's been hard. I'm still doing the work. I'm still working on myself. All of the things. But she has not. Now, this is not a bash on my mom day. But she has not done the work. And so by the time, you know, she airs, she will have received the letter where I break up with her. And I basically say in it is until she gets the help she needs, um, we can't have a relationship because I'm an adult. I'm allowed to set boundaries with my parents. I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to protect myself from getting hurt. I'm allowed to protect myself from being blamed for stupid shit, having somebody's shit projected on me. I'm 33 years old and to be told that I wish I never met your dad. I wish you were never born because then my life wouldn't be ruined. I'm 33. For somebody to still be holding on to the fact that I was born to blame for their lives after 33 years, that's ridiculous. And so, like I said, I think we all should see a therapist at some point in time in our lives. We all have shit to work through. We really do. And especially if you've been through some shit in your life, which both my parents have, they both have been through some shit in their lives. I'm not going to deny it. Both have shit to work through. But I, relationships are not a one-way street. It cannot just be me going to therapy and working on my stuff and all that, but them not doing this the same and them just repeating the same bad behaviors over and over and over again. 
acting like children. Like, my sister and I both have said the same thing. That we feel like we are the parents to our parents. Like, that's sad that we feel like that. Especially towards our mom. Because our dad lives far away. But, you know, and it's sad because I really want to have a relationship with my parents. I really want to have that. I want my kids to have their grandparents around. But I can't do that when they haven't done the work and they haven't healed and they continue to hurt me and they continue to say shit to me where I'm just like, I'm going to fucking strangle you in your sleep if you don't stop treating me like this. I'm just kidding. Anybody who's like, police, I didn't do it. If that happens, if I'm innocent, I didn't do it. I wouldn't actually do that. But you know what I mean? I just get so upset and so angry and it's something I've had to work on in therapy because they fuck fuck me up so bad. Like, I couldn't even talk about my dad in therapy without getting super angry and yelling. That's how bad it was. I've gotten a lot better. I don't feel stressed out and hyped up. The same with my mom. Like, I would, I can't tell you the amount of therapy sessions that were dedicated solely to one or both of my parents. And I can see why they are the way they are right? Knowing what I know about their past and the things they've been through, I understand why they they are the way they are. But that is not an excuse for their behavior. They're grown-ass adults and they have to take ownership of their behavior and do what they need to do to heal that and become different slash better people so they're not projecting their shit onto other people. But they they don't and they won't and they'll continue I mean, I really hope that my letter to my mom, and I should have wrote a letter to my dad too, and I never did. So, you know, dad, if you want one, let me know. Uh, (laughs) um, Anyways, I never wrote a a letter to my dad officially breaking up with him either, uh, which I should have. Looking back now, I was just so angry. I was so angry because the day I decided not to have a relationship with my dad anymore was my nephew was in the hospital. And my husband had started to GoFundMe as a way to help out. And we saw, I saw, I don't know how my dad found out about the GoFundMe. Probably whoever tells him all the things about my life. Whoever my little stalker is or Anna's, my sister's little stalker is. Whatever. Hey, stalker. Um, <laughs> whoever it is. Told him about the GoFundMe because he doesn't have a Facebook. So that was the only place we posted about it was on Facebook. So whoever told him, whatever, I don't give a shit. He, we saw that it said Grandpa Jean and Mima or something like that. That's what our kids call them or did call them when I actually had something to do with them. And so I texted him, you know, I was not emotionally in the place to talk to him on the phone. I, I'm very honest with myself about my emotional capabilities when it comes to my parents and interacting with them. And I didn't have it in me, but I texted and I said, thank you so much for um, donating to Anna's GoFundMe. And he sent a sarcastic, smart-ass remark about, I should have told him about it. Are you kidding me? My nephew is in the hospital, possibly dying. I'm sorry you're not the first person on my mind. So that was it. I was like, you know what? This is the kind of shit that's going to keep happening. And yeah, that seems minor, but it was like the icing on the cake. And it was like the tipping point. I was done. Because it's the smart-ass, shitty remarks... I've just been a thing for my entire life. I mean, 
legit my dad didn't talk to me for two years after he found out I was pregnant with my daughter. He tries to claim that she's not the reason he didn't talk to me for two years, but it was ironically the same timing. Um, whatever. You didn't talk to me for two years. Uh, I got kicked out when I was a teenager. He kicked me out of his house <laughs> when I was a teenager. Now, I mean, looking back, and yeah, I did some shitty things, <laughs> but looking back, I had to say, like, if my daughter did those same things, I'd have her in therapy. Like, I'd have her in therapy because something's wrong. Um, but it didn't have me in therapy. It kicked me out instead. My parents are imperfect people. I understand that. Nobody's perfect. We weren't taught how to be perfect parents because our parents weren't perfect parents. And it's a fucking cycle, right? Where we learned how to parent or not parent from our parents. And we, we turn, put that on our children and it keeps going. It's a fucking cycle. And so they weren't taught how to be great parents. I mean, my dad had a really shitty upbringing. And there's no way to like try to twist that into something nice. I mean, he had moments. But and he had some people in his life that were good to him. But he was a really shitty upbringing. My grandmother was a horrible human being. Like she just was bad. Bad news. Um, And my mom had issues with her upbringing too and I those are the only grandparents that I've ever had anything to do with um I love them to death I I know that when they were young they had their own problems right they had their own problems they had worked through but so they had my parents had not the best my dad had a really shitty upbringing my mom didn't have the best upbringing so then they have children and they learned how to be parents or not be parents from their parents so then guess what we went through the same thing um, and so it's passed down, person to person to person. And so I can't blame them for being imperfect parents. Some of their behavior, actually some of their behavior made my therapist cry. She was shocked. She couldn't believe they were real people. And I was like, oh, they are real. They are real people. Uh, but also I understand, again, I know the reasons behind it it's not an excuse but we're all adults and we have to take ownership of our shit so the whole point in is in in this is to say just because somebody is your parent doesn't mean they have the right to hurt you doesn't mean they have the right to your life you are allowed to set boundaries you are allowed to cut them off even if people don't understand if even if people um get mad at you for it i guarantee once this letter Hits my mom's mailbox. She's read it. She's going to call my grandparents and cry and bitch and moan and say, what a horrible daughter I am. I was already like yelled at on Facebook by my grandfather for something I said to her on Facebook. He claimed I attacked her, which I didn't. I was being an adult. Um, but anyways, I know that they're going to get pissed and they're not going to want to have a conversation with me because they really haven't talked to me since she exploded on me last time. Um, cause they, or they are her enablers, but I'm willing to, to say, okay, then we don't have a relationship. Like if I have family members who can't understand why I can't have a relationship with my mom until she gets help and heals her shit, then that's not on me. That's on them. And I'm willing to take that when I, so that I, my mental health is better. So I'm protecting myself and I'm not getting hurt. Right? And that's, that's just the way it is. And so, dear parents, you were imperfect, but you're adults now and you have to take ownership of your shit. You have to heal it. You have to heal it. You both need 
a therapist. Um, you have to heal your shit. You have to work through it. And then you have to make amends. Like, then you can't just be like, oh, daughter, I've gone to therapy. Let's be together again. No, you have to make amends. Say, you know what? I take ownership of the fact that I did these really shitty things. I said these hurtful things to you. And I'm sorry for that. But I, finally, the last step is, what are you going to do moving forward to make sure that doesn't happen? I've done the work. I am willing to be a a better parent. I'm going to try real hard. I'm not perfect, but I'm going to try real hard. And if at any point in time you see that I am, you know, out of line or whatever, please talk to me about it. I, I would love to have this conversation. But you can't. I can't have a conversation with either one of them because they both deny it. My mom will say it's because of her disease. She does have a disease that can cause her to have seizures and stroke. It's a very serious disease. I'm not disputing that. But that's not an excuse for the behavior. My dad will just completely deny that he does any of it. Actually, he's so good at denying it. Sometimes you doubt yourself and you're like, am I wrong? Did I, did I not, do I not remember that right? No, fuck, I remember it right. Um, thank God I have my husband now who can be like, no, Megan, you're not going crazy. At least not in that point. You know, and I've said it on the, I think both my parents have a mental illness or two that they need help with. Uh, maybe they need medications. Maybe they don't. Who the fuck knows? Maybe they just need therapy. But I, I've seen it. I've seen the symptoms. I, I'm not fucking blind here. So, yeah, I, the point is, I love my parents. I do. They're my parents. I love them. I just don't like some of their behaviors. I I hate some of their behaviors. I hate who they are sometimes. And I think it's not fair to be their punching bag, to be the person that they project their shit onto, to have to excuse and forgive and deal with their bad behaviors over and over and over again. I'm a fucking adult. I can say no. I'm not going to continue to be hurt. I'm not going to continue to be projected on. I'm not going to continue to be the punching bag or the excuse or the person that you point to and say, I'm a horrible person. I'm a horrible daughter. I did all these things. Shit, things I did when I was 16, I'm 33 now. Get over it, okay? Like, that was almost 20 years ago. Like, that was a long time ago. It's time to let it go and get over it. Things I even did in my early 20s, I'm a different person now. I have done so much. I'm such a different person now than I was in my 20s. So let it go. Like Elsa says, let it go. I'm a shitty singer. So... If you guys have the same kind of tumultuous relationship with your family, I want to give you permission to break up with them. Do it as an adult, though. Like, I literally had my sister read through the letter to my mom to ensure that I was being an adult and I was actually not attacking her and not being a fucking asshole in it. And I was just stating the things and my feelings and that's how, you know... Um, so being an adult about it, don't fucking point fingers and start bringing up the past and throwing it in their face and telling them they're fucking asshole. Don't do that. Just simply say, and I do think, I do think having done it both ways, I think the best thing to do is maybe write a letter because talking on the phone is probably not the best, especially if they start screaming at you. And like my, my, my husband made the point is 
if you write a letter, they can listen to, they can read it over and over and over again. And you have proof, you have proof of what you said, right? But if you do it on the phone, one, you have no proof of what you said. So if they start saying you said stuff you didn't, you'd be like, what the fuck? Two, they can't say you said something that you didn't, right? So writing a letter is the best. And I think that's the best way. It's too late for me to do that with my dad. So here's my letter. Um, You know, and with both my parents, if they did, they do the work and they heal and they become different slash better people and stop blaming other people for their fucking problems and take ownership of their shit, I would be more than happy to let both of them back into my life because I'm an adult and I know I can forgive people. The past is the past, but you can't keep forgiving people over and over and over again if they don't actually do the work. And I'm giving you permission to put up those boundaries. Put up boundaries, but if they keep blowing past it, then maybe this time to say enough is enough and I'm not going to do this anymore. So I'm giving you permission to do that. Um, I know it can be really hard. And I know sometimes we feel because they raised us or they helped us, you know, raise our child like my mom did with when I was a teenager and helped me raise my child or didn't, you know, kick me out when she could have or, you know, whether they were really good parent when we were little, like my dad was like my childhood. I remember my dad being such a magnificent parent, you know, even though they did those things doesn't mean that you have to continue to let them hurt you, even though they birthed you or had you come around into the world and didn't abort you doesn't mean you owe them your life right like they had they had uh options i'm just saying i'm glad i'm here but they had options um even my grandparents would have taken care of me and you know raised me but that's not the options they chose so needless to say it's okay it's okay to break up with your parents but try to at least at least write them a letter. That's that's the, the nice thing to do um, if you feel it's necessary. Maybe you don't even think that'd be a really good idea. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I got. I got I got this for you all. I hope you found value out of this. If you want to share it out, share it out. I'm sure one or both of my parents will hear it and probably get pissy. Um, but this is my truth. You know, I'm not sharing what what happened to them, what happened in their childhoods. I just said they're shitty childhoods. It's not my story to share. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hall, motivational speaker, full-time psychology student, mama four, and military spouse. On this podcast, I share helpful life tips and real stories from inspirational women. Warning, sometimes we chat about taboo topics and drop some F-bombs. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Enjoy the episode.